0: We there, fall out. Who goes? Check out. I go dagger them. I go give them. I go hammer them. I go cutter them. Scatter scatter them. I go carry the hammer. I go hammer them. Only a few weeks ago, you know, I was the face of ridicule. Somebody say, Pastor, preach. Only a few weeks ago, everywhere you saw my players, you could be sure. See, no before good thing. You could be sure that they were being bashed. But today I can see everything turning around. Everything turning around. Everything turning around for Man You United for life. Hi everyone, my name is T. Y. Uh welcome on Clap Band and uh, Rant. I'm sure you notice by now that there's, there's a change in my voice. I'll tell you why. Because that is even the most interesting part of this episode. The fact that the enemies try to inflict me with Qatar to make sure that I don't celebrate this resounding, this emphatic victory against a stubborn side like West Ham is the reason why this episode is very special to me. I was going to record after the game and I noticed some small discomfort in my voice. So I said, okay, I was going to let it be and then I'll try again in the morning. Uh, When I woke up, I noticed it was worse. And so I reached out to my producers and I'm like, bro, uh, this is what's going on. Uh, What are we going to do? And he said to go ahead and record like that. And I'm glad that I heeded to his advice. Because thinking about it now, would I have given these guys... The satisfaction of not seeing me celebrate such an important win. No, now. So this is for all Manchester United fans worldwide. I am raising another glass of imaginary champagne for all of you. Uh, Please ensure you follow and, uh, you know, turn on notifications so you can get all of the first, um, all of the episodes firsthand. So, yeah, we are talking, we are dissecting, and we are analyzing the game, uh, at home to West Ham United, one of the really, really stubborn sides this season in the league. And to be honest, I feel like even their position in the table eh, does not really give a true explanation as to how their season has been. They've had a good season and Moyes has done some really fantastic things. He's you know, played with some really, really funny kind of playing styles and has gotten results uh, out of it. And it was important for us to get that win, especially in the manner with which, you know, we um, played that game. We were coming off the back of uh, back-to-back victories. And, you know, some people said uh, the first time when we played Newport um, a fortnight ago, they said we were playing against, you know, an SS2 team. And I came on the pod and I defended us. I said, now who you play? Now you go win. You can You no go dey. You no go play person. You can't win the person now. So bring it on. Who is next? You know. And some of my friends and some of the fans and some of the listeners reached out to me via other uh, via our socials, and they were like, "I said, okay, is that so? No wahala." So West Ham was a perfect game, and I'm glad for a number of reasons. One of such reasons is that I think we finally have a midfield. If you notice, from the beginning of this season to this point, Ten Hag has been trying to find the proper triangle in that midfield. And I think we finally have that in Bruno Miguel Fernandes, Kobe Mino, and of course the veteran himself, Casemiro. There was a lot of stability in that game. Especially a team like, of course, I know West Ham are losing, um, you know, several first-team players, and even the Kudus, who's been their star boy this season. You could argue that he's probably still jet-lagged, you know, and may not have even gotten over the heartbreak of Ghana's elimination from uh, AFCON. So that is understandable if you want to throw that out. But I assure you, this is beyond that. Coming from... uh, the standpoint of not just a fan, but of someone that has made it his priority to watch games with an analytical point of view. I tell you guys that there's so much to be excited about. You see our future, it don't secure. You see our future. <laughs> moving on to uh, other aspects of that game, um, another game again that we started with really early goals. A very commendable, very, very commendable, especially because it was an issue for us early in the season. You know, I I remember complaining bitterly about the game uh, against Nottingham Forest. And I remember, you know, in that episode, I remember saying that one of the issues we have that we need to work on is the fact that we tend to not concentrate very early into games. I noticed that we tend to lose, or we tend to not focus early enough into games. There were countless scenarios prior to um, recently when we started to do well, there have been countless scenarios where we come into games and you can clearly see that for 5, 10, 15, even 20 minutes, we, are, we, we probably have not yet, had not yet figured out how to play that particular game. And it gladdens my heart that there's been some correction in that regard. 3-0 emphatic victory against a team like West Ham. And may I add that it was also with a clean sheet, though. Oh, yes. You know, we were one of only two teams that kept a clean sheet in the Premier League this weekend. This weekend, we had a historical time in the EPL, so to speak. Uh, This weekend was the game week with the most scores in the history of the Premier League in a certain game week. Uh, This weekend also had the most hard tricks. And so far, this season... Uh, it's already looking like it might be the season with the most hat tricks in total. There's already thirteen hat tricks in the Premier League this season, and with the way things are scoring for fun nowadays, I, I, I think that there may be another double-figure uh, clean sheet, or oh, I beg your pardon, there may be another double-figure sort of um, hat trick before the end of the season in May. Uh, but Of course, you know that whatever happens along the lines of, you know, that gist will be giving you all of them uh, hot, hot. Uh, But back to, you know, how this whole thing has affected us, uh, Man Man United. Uh, Been a really good week for us, you know, coming off the back of several losses and now we are, you know, back to back to back to back, yeah? And uh, most importantly, our attackers are finally, you know, getting resolved. Uh, Like I said already earlier, there were times when you see Manchester United players' names in conversations and you can be sure that they are definitely bashing them. I mean, there, there was no possibility that you see a group of Mayu players being discussed and they were speaking about their strong points or the good pattern, and no. In fact, our attackers, they compare our, our attackers to defenders from other clubs, you know, um, if you use the Premier League app, it has this feature where you can go on a certain side and put a particular player, put a particular time frame. Say, for instance, 2023-2024 season. And it, it's called a player comparison. Uh, you can put both players and then you see. And bro, they were compare my players to defenders. And oh, no, and you cannot lie that these things will not hurt you. And so I'm really glad that my attackers are back to scoring form. In the last fortnight, my attackers have scored a combined nine goals in a fortnight. Marcus Rashford is back playing happily. And we know how dangerous it can be when he's playing with his hat on his sleeves. Alejandro Ganacho is proven to be revelation at that right wing and then of course last but not the least my striker the Danish guitarist himself who turned 21 just a few days ago and is celebrated with a proper striker's goal I almost shed a tear because you guys don't have an idea how long I've been desiring a striker that could do what he did was running on the ball he kind of faked like he was going to shoot with his left, and of course you go enter the faking now because you know say nine strong foot, and he just carefully rolled it to his right, pushed it once, pushed it the second time, and smashed it into the goalpost. Really proper, fantastic strikers goal. and like I said already, the boy, the hot, he the hot. <laughs> But before we come back and, you know, talk a little bit about these things happening in Manchester United and then wrap up the show, because, of course, guys, you can see I'm really, really struggling with trying to talk my whole whole nostrils. But like I said, we had to shame the haters. So we're going to do this. Uh, I just want to touch about, you know, the funny thing thing is, um, you know, some of my friends, my colleagues... They've been trying to reach out to me and one particular friend of mine, Kizo, if you're listening to this, big shout out to you, he mm-hmm. reached out to me and he was like, guy, not only mine you they talk about. Woof. And so this is another public service announcement. I know I did this before, but for the benefit of those who may be listening for the first time, uh, this is just a public service announcement. A Club band, and Rant is a Manchester United podcast. Club Bantaran is the Manchester United podcast. So, of course, even though we're going to be bringing you all the hot trending gist from top clubs all around the world, the emphasis would always be on Manchester United. So, please, enjoy. Tolerate me, my lovers, my fans, my (laughs) wishers. But, yeah, just to touch on, you know, other big stories from uh, other clubs as well. Uh, Arsenal wipe Liverpool. 3-1. But the results for that game, nobody part where even really surprised me. Because we don't see, say, recently Arsenal kind of know how to beat everybody if you let them play. Waiting surprised me, Nase, for the first time. I don't know if you guys have seen another scenario, but this is the first time that me, I used my two eyes to see Jürgen Club. They completely clueless for game. Let me not lie. From, the, from kick-off until the end of first half, I could not make out what Liverpool were trying to play. Because they were pressing very well. Of course, you know, Ciclop, nah, they now, that kind of manager. They know how to press well. They were pressing very organized press. They were getting into spaces. But somehow, the moment they get the ball, they lose it again almost immediately. And I know, yes, kudos, you know, to declarize. And Jorginho, that help. That held that midfield down, but still, having one shot on target, a team like Liverpool, congratulations to Arsenal, and it's commendable and all, but still, being held to only a shot on target is terrible. But anyway, uh, moving on from... The um, negative side of things, and you know, leaning towards how us and our supporters would be feeling. I assume that this would, this win would make them really happy, you know, because this win now finally puts them back in the title race. I know they were there before, but with the way that, you know, they had some shaky results, and we started to doubt again because we know the history. But this win now finally puts them, you know, back in contention and there was quite a celebration Uh, you know Arsenal fans celebrated on the pitch and there was this particular celebration that caused a stare Uh, Odegaard uh, took the cameraman Arsenal have a a photographer you know he's been there for a really really long time I've seen his name on a couple of articles and so he came on the pitch you know, to probably celebrate with the players. And then the captain uh, in the person of Odegaard walked up to him, took his camera and, you know, photographed him. And it is causing a stare. And I just wonder if sincerely, if these guys, do these guys actually do these things, you know, just to get engagement? Or do they actually feel that there's something wrong in celebrating a win? Mind you, if there's any team that I honestly do not wish well, is Arsenal for my own personal reasons. But like I have said on a number of times already, if you see truth, you must talk How do you think, how do you say that Arsenal beating Liverpool, one of the other major teams in contention with them for the league, you know, especially under the man herself where they take beat them? Because you saw what happened. Arsenal got that first goal. Um, Havertz rebound that found his way to uh, Saka's feet and then he scored into an empty net. And then Liverpool got that equaliser in the most annoying fashion. And at that point, you think, okay, they want to correct the mistake that they made to even allow them to that position in the first place for where they just continue playing rubbish. I'm sorry to say respectfully to all Liverpool fans, but they played rubbish as far as that game was concerned. You know? So, congratulations to Arsenal, snatched that very important three win. And, like I said, they have put their season back on track. But to be honest, I, I don't really even know how to feel. Because initially, uh, into the start of the season, I said I felt like Arsenal were going to win the league. You know, because of how close they were last season and the additions of several top team players, you would assume that they will finally get it this time, especially. Because nobody has won four in a row. You know, so I don't think Pep would do it. But now, this very moment that I am talking to you, the dynamics are changing. First of all, there's a Manchester City that we we wrote off for whatever reason. They currently sit two points behind the leaders with a game in hand. I don't think you heard that correctly. Manchester City currently sit... Two points behind Liverpool, with a game in hand. This means that if they manage to take three points in that game, that outstanding game, they are going to top the league. And I know that for a lot of Premier League fans, this is a dilemma. For Manchester United fans, it, it may be even worse. This is because we are stuck with three options that we would rather not have any. Are we going to choose between Arsenal? Winning a league for the first time since forever, when you consider how annoying their fans can be, or are we going to prefer Liverpool winning a 20th league title and equaling our only record and bragging rights? Last but not the least, would we rather have Man City win a fourth title in a row, and annihilate every remaining iota of respect and history that we have. If you put a gun to my head, I know what I'll choose. But what would you guys choose? I want you all to tell me your options in the comment section. Yeah, you can leave a comment in the Spotify section. And also ensure that you please follow all our socials on TikTok, is CBR with TY and on Instagram is ClapPantRant. Follow so you can drop all of your inputs on uh, the comment sections of our videos, our posts, and you can even DM me if you got some information you think you'd like me to know. Uh, whatever. Uh, and the? <coughs> excuse me, uh, the last segment to conclude the show uh, Fantasy Premier League. If you're a first-time listener, we try to spare a moment on every episode to shout out to the top, you know, best performing member of our FPL mini league called La Familia. And uh recently we've not done that. Nobody say because we no one do again. The reason has been that a lot of time we've had to record you know immediately after Manchester United games and sometimes the week may not have been concluded and of course you know that we cannot report a best performer without the league or the, um, or the week concluding and so for this memorable weekend that had so many goals so many players performed Foden had a heart trick Matias Kunja had a heart trick several other players scored braces had goals and assists to their names and it manifested in the average score for this week was a whole 57 so you can that can give you an insight into how well the week was and uh, for our top performer for the week are actually two managers they had um a draw score of 81 and i'm speaking about none other than drum roll Sosa from the suburbs, brother, you're on 81 points along with Mechi Macobra. And may I add that Mechi's 81 points took him up one spot from the table from second, and he currently sits first on La Familia League standings. Thank you guys so much for hanging with me again. I'll see you next week.